is the definition of a successful working woman? There could be many definition. From this episode's perspective, women who have grown in the careers to leadership position at a quicker pace or women who have grown in the career in a rate at par with their male colleagues, that's what I'm defining as a successful working woman. Don't get me wrong. I have often quoted that for some women, being a successful working woman is a goal. For some, being a working woman in itself is a goal to succeed. So in no way am I denigrating or speaking less of women who have had more challenges to thrive as a working woman. In this episode, my intention is to highlight based on my two decades of experience, what are the attributes, common attributes I've picked from other working women who have been more successful in their career than others. It's a learning point for all of us, women who want to be successful or who want to be at a better place than where we currently are. Perhaps you don't know where you lack exactly and this episode should shine some light on it. That's my intention. So, welcome to the 21st episode of Let's Talk Work Life. Things working women have in common. That's the topic we are going to discuss this time. In this episode, we are going to talk about four things I've picked up or rather noticed in working women, mostly from my peer group or in some cases leaders I've had the chance to interact with, the qualities which sets them apart and helps them being more successful than others. I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing great here in Chennai. Chennai, weather is debating whether it should stay hot or just move on to the next rainy season. So yeah, it's tricky here in Chennai. Um, getting back to the episode. Just to give more context as to why I chose to write this episode when a lot has been spoken about being a successful working woman, the points I'm going to present in this episode will seem minor or these points are in major groundbreaking points. But these are facts, those are tiny packs of truth that has more power to punch if you understand and find ways to align with the fact. More importantly, these are tiny little truth pockets which we as working women can work on rather than expecting a society or organizations to change right so episode number 21 things successful working women have in common let's dive in so what do successful working women do differently than others the first point is around doers not whiners take the trophy. What do I mean by that? Successful women, women who mean business, women who are ready to run as hard as anyone else in the game, don't see this bias as like unconscious bias or tall poppy syndrome or imposter syndrome as blocks. They just only see that as hurdles. It doesn't bother them as much as it bothers many. It's not like they don't face any or it's not like they don't acknowledge it. They know it exists. They acknowledge it exists. It's just that they dust off like dusting dirt off your shoulder. See, I've, this, I've seen this happen to my peers. See, women come back from maternity leave. Some women consciously take light work immediately after returning back from maternity break. And some are ready to be back on the saddle the same way before, uh, the same way uh, they worked before they went on the break. But in general, peers and managers have this bias. I wouldn't really call it a bias rather. And understanding that women who come back from break would want to take it light. So managers plan the work accordingly. Managers will most likely plan the work in such a way to assign a less critical, easily doable ones for women who have come back from maternity break. 
so the women folks who want to come back and be back in form like business as usual wouldn't get the same kind of projects they used to get even their peers wouldn't take them seriously because everyone around them anticipate that the women would either take it light or quit soon because that happens often that's their experience there will be unwelcoming comments intentional or otherwise some women can't handle this kind of environment at all this environment in itself would feel very negative for them to some on the other hand those successful ones which i'm talking about deal with it for what it is this is how the attitude will be you don't think i'm ready to do the work or do hard work it's okay it's your opinion i'm ready to go full swing on please give me the projects that's all if they don't get it by default they will ask for it even if then if they don't get it they will chase for it irrespective of what bias floats around them they will float around the bias to go towards what they want period do they complain yes they will speak with others and managers that the assumption is not right and they could have been handled better but no they won't sit and whine and cover that's the difference that makes them a successful working woman the second point is round loyalty they are loyal at agile women folks are generally loyal when i say loyal we tend to hang on with the organization team or manager who recruited us for a long even to our own detriment say if an opportunity comes with more money or a promotion women wouldn't instantly decide to make a switch it's not a no brainer decision for most women the thought process will be like this organization is good in general uh, should i really change i shouldn't change this manager is good uh, she or he he gave me the opportunity so i need to really hang by her or him so that's how most women folks thought process works even when as a women we know the other option is so attractive enticing logically the right one the weightage women give for loyalty is a tad bit more this often is seen as a complacency or mistaken for women not being aggressive enough to move forward well i agree sometimes we get complacent women get complacent but it's not always that then there comes a time when the loyalty is tested when the loyalty is tested or taken for granted women shift gears quickly as i said what often happens is we women slumber in loyalty for a while hoping managers would do the right thing for us uh be it getting a high or promotion at the right time what also happens is that manager would have mistaken the loyalty or trust for complacency i have been in the situations like this so i know it better than anyone else when you realize opportunity where ideally you fit in more or even better was given to someone yes that is when it hits you your manager isn't fighting for your high as much as they are fighting for somebody else that is when it hits you at that moment when we women realize we have been taken for granted then we get it offended perhaps angry upset then the realization sets in so we then apply the apply for better jobs or move or whatever it is that needs to be happen that transition is quick our loyalty is high but we don't sweat to sever the ties if it is negatively impacted the fairly successful one do the shifting gear when royalty is tested many don't even move 
even when it is tested that behavioral difference matters for success right so the funny thing is that how funny thing that happens after women shift gears like that either to get promoted to a different area or not the managers usually wake up and realize and then they ask you what did you want that promotion we didn't know you had that aspiration or great you are too good to be in this place please move on do a layer outside i who i was hoping you should have done it earlier so these things happen true story with me with my friends colleagues have heard that so if you notice here it's not that others who validate us less it's we who keep ourselves tied down and nobody can complain about our agility we can be very agile when we want to be our problem is we aren't agile as often as we have to be the more successful working women usually don't wait for their loyalty to be loyalty to be tested they are agile always the fairly successful ones move when their loyalty is tested if you don't move even when you are tested unless you have a strong environmental constraint you know where you need to give a thought right give it a thought the third point is around motivation successful women or self motivated women do not have external motivation or even if they have it's not enough to keep them going hence they have to have a higher level of self motivation what do we mean by external motivation or women expected to earn and be the breadwinners of the family no the expectation is still set on men so men naturally have an urge to progress get high salaries and so on women don't have that kind of a pressure or expectation or women expected to have a good job so they could find a good partner no perhaps a good degree i know many women chose engineering degree so that it meets the selection criteria to get eligible well qualified well earning men for women uh, many women chose partners based on their income men's income so men have the societal pressure to earn more women don't have that kind of a pressure i agree things are changing working women do share the burden of household expenses but that's a very small percentage Say if a woman has a job loss or ends up being at home, no one would criticize her. Imagine a man sitting at home without work after a job loss. It's just it it's worse. It's worse for men. So that's the thing. Women don't have that natural external motivation. Are women appreciated for moving up in career? Yes and no. There's a mixed message from the society on this. At least to me, it's not clear. being a working woman is a very normal thing in my family circle so when i meet some close relatives they do ask about my position and ask me if i got any promotion or such when i talk to other peers they say nobody cares or sometimes having a career is often frowned upon within their family so that's a thing a women women do not get the same kind of adrenaline rush or hype of someone asking and getting appreciated for the work they do and that's external motivation women miss no one expects women to do well in their career no one cares either so it all has to come from within that person a strong sense of self to achieve whatever they want to achieve that's it's a successful woman apart even if they achieve perhaps there is no one around to high five them but they still have to go keep on going that's how it is well actually it's not true if you are a decent human being you will have some good colleagues you will have some good family people around to cheer for you thing is women cannot rely on it or successful uh, successful women do not rely on it 
so if you are a woman who wants to work and go after things you need to build a strong sense of self and even stronger motivation that's rooted entirely within you it's an exercise in itself try it the fourth and final point is around having both foot in i recently wrote about this in my weekly linkedin post about why women should have both foot in meaning women cannot afford to move through their careers with the mindset of i'll continue to work or probably not kind of teetotering mind there is a phase when women especially new mothers where they teetotter between continuing to work or quitting this phase exists which is understandable when they are new mothers unfortunately women slumber and extend that phase sometimes way too long even till the even at a phase where the kids go to college or even after their kids actually start their own life successful women have both foot in no matter what that's the difference let me tell you this is what will happen when you don't have both foot in when you don't have both foot in meaning a clarity that you'll work for long you will not deliver anything with that clarity for example if you recruit someone you wouldn't think how that person will fit into the organization for a long time because you yourself won't be there for long or at least you don't know it your thinking process will be very myopic you won't feel like asking for a promotion because somewhere in your mind you would be like why would I, why would i need it perhaps i might be quitting soon whatever you do your subconscious mind won't allow you to go all in without that all in attitude you cannot be surprised if you will get only tepid wins isn't it the person irrespective of gender whoever gives all in has the highest chance of progressing right when i say all in it's not only about the hard work in terms of number of hours you work or complex complex project you deliver it all starts with having clarity asking for things that will help you progress networking the right way everything that matters for work life success that you will do it only when you have both foot in and when you have clarity you can't have a conscious ambivalent mind and an expect the subconscious mind to act like it's up for progress and success isn't it so this is what differentiates successful working women successful working women even if they are ridden with guilt which i'm sure most working moms are they will still have both foot in that's a key difference so that's it then now you know the small things which makes many women more successful than others hope you found this episode insightful do drop me a comment if you find it useful or if you disagree with any of the points i mentioned please share it with me i'm all yours thank you for listening in until we meet again next time this is pratibha was signing off let's talk work life